10 rules for life. Hello, my friend. Welcome to Something for Everybody, the podcast to help those who listen feel more loved and connected through story sharing. My name is Aaron Mashwitz, and my mission is to help you realize your potential and capabilities through conversations and deep insights so you can make your prior best your new baseline. Today's episode is a solo episode where I break down in detail my 10 rules for life. This episode is brought to you by Amare. Amare is the mental wellness company and I use their products daily. So go ahead and click the link in the show notes and use the code everybody at checkout for $10 off your entire order. Now on to episode 154 of something for everybody. Hello, my friend, and welcome to Something for Everybody. My name is Aaron Mashbitz, and today I will cover in depth my 10 personal rules for life. These rules are things that I have developed over the last four years. And if you're a frequent listener or YouTube watcher of this podcast, you know that my four fundamentals, the four foundational pieces of my entire life are eating well, moving well, sleeping well, and thinking well. And so you could really distill these 10 rules that I have into those four fundamentals. Because if you want to build the biggest skyscraper in the whole world, you have to build, you have to dig as deep as anyone's ever dug before. You have to build the strongest foundation humanly possible. And that's what eating well, moving well, sleeping well, and thinking well is all about. Eating well, moving well, and sleeping well are very self-explanatory. Thinking well encompasses a lot of different things like your mental health, your prospering, your gratitude, your breath work, meditation, things of that nature, your optimistic practice or your optimism practice. So eating well, moving well, sleeping well, and thinking well are the four fundamentals, the four foundational pieces of your most healthy existence, of your best existence on this planet. So I could really distill and stop the episode right now with my 10 rules for life and just say, focus on those four fundamentals. But basically, that's what I'm talking about. I just wanted to expand it out a little bit and give you these these 10 rules for life, these rules, these very personal rules to me, things that I have found that have been the most important things. Now, there could be much more rules or foundations or guideposts or things that you could organize your life around. That's absolutely true and positive, but I have found these 10 to be the most impactful. And so after you listen to this episode, pick one, pick one to implement into your life. Make it a habit. Start small. Make it too small to fail, okay? And then build from there. Don't overwhelm yourself with trying to change your whole life all at once. Start small, And work your way up in manageable, meaningful ways. Small things add up to the biggest things. And so I just wanted to preface that this episode with that little take on my four fundamentals leading into my 10 rules for life. So here we go. Rule number one, move your body daily. This has to be a non-negotiable. 
This has to be a non-negotiable. Your body is a beautiful, magical thing that harnesses and does so many incredible, unbelievable things that we will never know anything about unless we study our physiology very, very deeply. Unless we study physiology deeply, we will not truly understand the impact our body has and how magical and truly magical and amazing it really is. And so we have to honor that. And we have to honor that by moving, by moving daily, finding many micro movements throughout the day to get our 6,000 to 8,000 steps a day, to find time to do some mobility and stretching and getting in our end range and figuring out more stability in our posture. All of that has to do with daily movement. And I've been listening to Peter Atia a lot and about his lifespan, health span, longevity. And he says that the two biggest indicators or the two strongest levers to pull on when trying to increase your lifespan or your health span are your VO2 max and how strong you are. So strength matters. So getting in the gym and lifting heavy things matters. Now, if that isn't your thing or that really isn't your thing, you have to find another way to increase your strength, to increase your muscle mass, to increase your bone density while also having these other sorts of movement patterns, walking, Zumba, running, bike riding, yoga, stability training. You have to try and incorporate all of these things in throughout your week, throughout your day, schedule it, make it and non-negotiable, but it has to be because you have no other choice but to move. If you are not moving, you are slowly shortening your lifespan and your health span and how your body and your energy feel in the world. Your vigor, your zest has a lot to do with how you move. So choose to move daily. Get in micro movements, get in those big moments, get some um, some deep, hard conditioning in, get some strength training in, some Zumba, some yoga, some dance, some rock climbing, some jujitsu, whatever it is for you, you have to find the pattern and set of movements that work for you, but you have no other option. You must, you must move your body daily. Number two is build genuine connections and relationships. So there's like an 85 year study that was done out of Harvard And they said the most important thing, the most important thing to living a quote unquote good life is how strong and connected your relationships are. To live the good life, no one does anything great alone. To live the good life, you need to build strong, beautiful, long lasting relationships. And those relationships are built on vulnerability, on courage, on trust, on a reciprocal, cooperative negotiation between two people, on a give and take, on holding each other accountable, on being genuinely excited for your friend, your partner, your family member when they do something great. And when they they don't hold up their end of the bargain, letting them know that they need to get their shit together, but also giving forgiveness and kindness and grace along to them and helping them when they're down, holding their hand in the darkness, having those sorts of relationships that can that that'll that people will be in the trenches with you when you in are in the trenches because everyone will be in the trenches at some point in their life. That's inevitable. We're going to get knocked down. Things are going to happen. And so if we've built up these genuine relationships, this support system, to be there when we need them most, then we're more robust, we're more anti-fragile. 
and we can come out of these things with a little bit more vigor um, and a little bit healthier as well. And so trying actively to build strong relationships. Now, also, when you go into those moments of your life where you are in the trenches, deeply in the trenches, you also find out who your real friends are. You also find out who's really there for you very quickly. And that's a hard lesson to learn, but it's a lesson that we're all going to learn at some point in our life and take people's actions seriously. Yes, their words matter, but their actions say much more. You don't need 712 friends. You need a group, a small, small group of one to four people that you know are there for you, that you've built relationship with, that you show up honestly as yourself and they encourage that authenticity. They are excited for that authenticity. They hold space for you and your emotions and your feelings and your wants and your needs and all of these things. And this takes practice. This takes work. You can't just, you don't just stumble upon amazing relationships. They take effort and time. Love is a verb. Love is an action. And we have to do it over and over and over again with our partners, whether that be romantic partners, um, our friendships, our best friendships, whether we want that to be our family. We have to put in the work consistently, just like we have to do on ourselves to create the best version of ourselves. We have to do that in our relationships as well. Because once again, to live the good life, quote unquote, good life, you have to have strong, healthy, important, meaningful relationships. Number three, don't avoid hard things, self-explanatory. And I like to use this analogy of avoiding hard things. I stole this from Dr. Jordan Peterson, but here we are on my podcast. So maybe you've heard this before if you're a listener of his, which it seems like a lot of people uh, are <laughs> it's become quite popular, but anyways, um, not not relevant to this. Anyways, so it's about the dragon. So something happens, something hard happens, and in the moment we avoid it, we brush it under the rug. So we we throw the dragon under the rug, the small dragon. He's now just like a little baby dragon, and we push him under a rug. Right now he's just like a he just has like a big like a little big flame that you light a cigarette with, that's the fire he's breathing out of his mouth, right? It's a small, manageable, easy, not going to burn us. So we just keep brushing that under the rug. More things happen, more things that we have to avoid, more things that we want to avoid. We just keep brushing it under the rug, brushing it under the rug, brushing it under the rug. And the dragon just keeps growing bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until he's a huge motherfucking dragon. And it's not a big flame anymore. His fire burns down your fucking house. And now you have to pick up the pieces from the burnt ashes. That's what avoiding hard things does. So when something happens, Handle it right then and there. You need to have a tough conversation, handle it. Yes, there's a time and place and a way to go about those things, but you can't push it under the rug and keep letting the dragon grow bigger and bigger because that dragon, again, will burn down your house. So you can't avoid the hard things, whether it's the hard emotions. Sometimes we have to sit in very hard emotions, grief, shame, guilt, rejection, heartbreak. Don't avoid them. Don't push them, don't push them away. Don't dismiss them. Sit in them. Feel them, allow them to be with you, and then do something about it. Move into action, right? But we can't just dismiss them. Excuse me. (laughs) Um, We can't just dismiss them right away. We have to sit with them, allow them, don't avoid them, be with them, and then some action about it. That goes with hard conversations. 
anything that ha- that is hard. Do not avoid it. Do not push it under the rug because again, that dragon will keep growing bigger and bigger and it will burn your fucking house down. Don't let that happen. Don't just avoid the hard things. Attack them head on with some persistence, with some with some ease, with some confidence, knowing that doing the hard thing doesn't make the hard thing less hard, but it makes you armor yourself Armor yourself for the upcoming challenges that you will inevitably face in your life, knowing that you are the person, knowing that you are the type of person who can handle these type of things. And the more you overcome them, the more you build up credibility, the more you build up this undeniable stack of proof that you can literally handle anything. But it's it starts with not avoiding the small things, not avoiding the hard things and moving from that space. Okay, next one. Number four. Eat real foods. So this is obviously part of my eating well fundamentals and it's very self-explanatory. Eat more real foods. You know what real food, real foods are. You know how to shop for them. You know where they are at the grocery store. Just try and eat more of them. Okay, just try and eat more of them. If I'm thinking about my three rules for eating specifically, one of them is eat more real foods. The second one is eat less processed foods. And the third one is stop drinking sugar. Okay, those would be my three eating rules. And so very self-explanatory, get it done, do it. It's the best for you, for your body, for your mind, for your soul, for your energy, for your zest, for your overall feelings, for your mental health, your physical health. Just try, just try. Not asking for perfection, just try to eat more real foods, eat less processed foods, and stop drinking your sugar. And stop drinking sugar, not your sugar. Just stop drinking sugar. So number five, keep getting back up. This relates to um, number three, which was don't avoid hard things. But this is number five, which is keep getting back up. Life is going to continually knock you down. It's going to challenge you. There's going to be setbacks. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be all of these things that happen. And no matter what, you have to make this conscious, pivotal decision in your life to keep getting back up because difficult circumstances are always going to be a part of our life. But really the truth lies in continuing to try through all of those difficulties, continuing to try through all of those obstacles, ohms, which means obstacles make me stronger. Obstacles make me stronger. And we can come to that conclusion by making this fundamental commitment to ourselves, to our life and the people around us that we will always keep getting back up. Now, it's not to say that we we don't going to stay on the ground a little bit longer through some of these harder, more tragic, more painful moments that we're going to need our support system. That's where building those genuine relationships comes in. But we're always ultimately going to get back up and taking that step forward. No matter how small it is, it's still a step forward. And we are believing in ourselves. We are committing to ourselves. And we are doing this because we see what could possibly be. Because we've built up this optimistic, fundamental, positive view of the future through hope. Through our previous production and our previous circumstances of always getting back up and we commit to that and we commit to ourselves and we commit to our life because we know that we are worth the energy and effort. We are worth it. Number six, 
Prioritize your sleep. Obviously, this falls into the sleep well fundamental. Prioritize your sleep. Prioritize your sleep. Nothing great can happen in your life if you are not energized for the day, for the week, for the interview, for the task, for the event, for the performance, for the podcast. If you do not have enough zest and energy in you, then you're never going to be at your full capacity. You're never going to know what your full capabilities are because you never reached your full energy levels because you've never prioritized your sleep. So if we're really looking at our four foundational pieces, sleep well is at the very, very bottom because everything else comes from that. If I sleep well, if I prioritize my sleep, if I have a regular wake and uh, go to bed schedule every single night, if I do sunlight before screen time in the mornings, if I shut down my technology an hour before bed, if I have a dark room and it's cool and I know that when I go to my bedroom it's for sleeping and I've organized my brain and my life in that way to make sleep a non-negotiable in my life where I prioritize it because I prioritize myself and I know that sleep is one of my top self-care strategies and I know that self-care really means a commitment to our future self and so I'm committing to my future self because it relates to number five which is keep getting back up so I commit to my future self so I'm prioritizing my sleep and through that I know that I feel more rested I feel more energized I feel more clarity more mental toughness more just zest in my body more of a like an energy to live and to be my best because I've prioritized my sleep and so that's really the foundational foundational piece the the lowest uh, foundational piece, then everything can be built up from there. I know I'm going to eat better if I sleep right. I know I'm going to want to move more because I have more energy to move because I prioritize my sleep. And I know that my thinking is going to be more clear because my brain had time to uh, clear out and digest and clean itself while I was sleeping that night and I do it every single night and I'm not flooding my brain an hour before bed or an hour after I wake up with technology, with social media, with all these algorithms and things and processes and I'm not consuming, consuming, consuming. I'm giving myself to go to sleep and a chance to wake up because a good night's sleep starts the day before and we have to focus on our AM and PM bookends which help us get, which help us prioritize our sleep. So sleep is sort of the number one foundation and then eating well, moving well, and, and thinking well are built up from there. But give it a try. Really prioritize your sleep. Get a regular wake um, and bedtime. It's really, really helpful. And, and, and you're going to have to make some tweaks along the way depending on how you sleep, how you've always felt about sleep and sort of those things surrounding your sleep. But make an effort to prioritize it. It really is the, one of the strongest levers you can pull on to optimize your, your health just in your overall energy. Uh, number seven, be honest with yourself and others. If you want to live the most exciting life, you want to live the most amazing and exciting life, all you have to do is do one thing, tell the truth. If you want to live the most exciting life, you have to do one thing, tell the truth. That's it. Be honest with yourself. You have to be realistic about your circumstances, where you're at, and where you're starting from. You have to be honest with yourself about how you feel, what you want, what you need, what you like, what you don't like. So you can actually build things around your life that are for you, that are genuinely and honestly, authentically for you. And then having to express that to others. Being clear is kind and kind is clear. Sometimes people's feelings will get hurt through our honesty. 
We can't control other people's emotions and reactions and feelings. We can control how we say it, the tone we say it in, the setting we say it in, and how we approach the conversation, doing it with delicacy, with grace, with patience, with kindness, but being clear and being honest about the things that are on our mind, things we want, things we don't want. That's how you build relationships, one with yourself where you know you can be honest with yourself. Speaking about an athletic performance. How can I get better at anything if I'm not honest with myself on what I'm good at and what I'm not good at? If I think I'm an amazing baseball hitter, but I ha- I've gotten out the last 50 times I've went to the plate, I can't get better because I think I'm great. I'm not honest about my performance. I'm not rooted in reality. We have to be rooted in reality. We have to be honest with ourselves. So then we have the courage and the vulnerability to be honest with others. And then we mesh that together to build these beautiful relationships. But again, if you want to live an exciting life, all you have to do is tell the truth. Number eight, lead with love. Lead with love. This number eight is actually, lead with love is actually my personal philosophy. My personal philosophy is lead with love and empathy. It's something that I try to filter my thoughts and actions and movements through, try and make sure that I'm living in my philosophy. I try to live through my values, my core values, which are honesty, hope, kindness, zest, gratitude, resilience, and consistency. Those seven things are my core values. Those are the things that are most important to me. Then through that, I structured my personal philosophy, which is lead with love and empathy. And then my personal philosophy led me to my massive transformative purpose or my wildly important goal, which is to try in my lifetime to end mental suffering. So those three are like the big pieces for me, the levers that I use to make every single decision in my life. So it's easier for me to say no now, and it's much easier for me to say yes, because if it aligns with those three things, then I'm all the fuck in. I'm all the way the fuck in. If it doesn't, no, because I don't have time and energy to divert from my massive transformative purpose. And so I put lead with love on here, to encourage that because it's absolutely changed the fabric of my entire life. Um, Love is the most important thing we have within ourselves to give to others. It's the most important thing. It's the most profound thing that has changed and altered my life. That's why my mental health nonprofit, if you guys aren't aware, is called You Are Loved because I just believe in it so much. It has the capacity to change us, to change our lives and change the world. And if we can all just make a small, tiny decision to lead with love a little bit more often, the whole entire world, the ripple, the domino effects of that decision will be insurmountable and will be unbelievably good for the whole world. So that's why that's one of my rules because it's my personal philosophy and it's something that has had a profound impact on my life and and maybe you can make that fundamental decision to lead with love a little bit more often And that could be a domino effect to the people that you're close with and they see that and they want to do that. And there's a ripple effect. There's a downstream of positivity resonance that happens. And it's just, it's, it's amazing and it can be incredible. So yeah. Number nine, be consistent. Number nine, be consistent. This is a huge one, right? These two are sort, um, this one's sort of at the bottom because everything We can do all of these things, all of these rules. We can eat well, move well, sleep well, think well. We can do all of these rules. But if we are not consistent, none of it will pay off. None of it will pay off. We have to care more about our direction than our speed. And we have to care more about our consistency 
than our quantity, right? It's consistent quality over long periods of time lead to the most insert or the, the biggest change that we can make in our life. You have to commit to it. I'll use podcasting for an example. Most pause, there's like, I don't know, 4 million podcasts. Most like, I think like 2 million of those podcasts didn't go past episode three and another bunch of those podcasts didn't go past episode 20. So if you go past 20 episodes of your podcast, you're like one of the best podcasters in the whole world. And that's surely just based on consistency, actually committing to doing something for the long haul, regardless of whether or not you're getting famous or whatever the freaking goal is, right? You're doing the thing because you love doing the thing. This has a lot to do with focusing on the process over the outcome. Yes, outcomes are important because we're living a results-based world. But if you know where you want to be, which is potentially your result or your outcome, and then you dial that back from there and you focus on your process. But while you're focusing on your process, you're iterating, you're reviewing, and then you're executing, right? You're reviewing changing, executing, because the process is what leads to the outcome. And then you know your ultimate goal, you know where you want to be, you know your massive transformative purpose or your wildly important goal. And so you're just thinking about how can I be the most consistent I can possibly be while focusing on my process and getting better every day, right? Because we're never, ever too good to get better. We're never too good to get better. And that's about being consistent over a long period of time because that creates sustainability, durability, right? It's not a sprint across America. It's a slow paced, nice, easy walk across America. Being as consistent as possible will lead to the most long-term sustainable results that you could ever ask for. So commit to that. The same way in number five, we keep getting back up We keep getting back up because on your consistent path, you will fall down. You will have to take a different pathway. You have to have more agency. You have to choose a different direction. That might be a little harder, but it still gets you to the same point, right? It's about always getting back up while being as consistent as you possibly can, knowing what you're trying to aim for, knowing that you're focusing on the process and that goal is right there, but we're letting go of that and just being and doing as much as we can in the consistent process as we possibly can. Last one, number 10, care deeply. Care deeply. Like, (laughs) care about people, care about things, care about animals, care about what you do, like care about the world. I know that can seem overwhelming, like I have to care about everything that's happened. No, no, you don't. You can care about your mini little world, your mini community, And that has downstream domino effects because in your mini community, in your mini world, and you you decided you want to lead with love, you decided you wanted to keep getting back up, you decided that you wanted to move your body daily and build genuine relationships and eat well and move well and sleep well, and you did that in your little community and then you cared deeply, that has ripple effects, deep, deep ripple effects, domino, downstream effects, it compounds and aggregates over time. And so to care deeply means to to live a life that you're proud of, to care deeply about things, to try, to go for it. You're not going to succeed at everything you do. When you care deeply, sometimes you're going to get hurt and sometimes you're going to get your heart broken. But we'd rather that than live a life where we just didn't even go for it. 
where we didn't even try, where we didn't even put our best foot forward because we wanted to have this excuse when it didn't work out that, oh, I didn't even try. No, try. Fall down on your face. Get back up. Know that when you're laying down in your deathbed and you have nothing left to give, that you can say to yourself, yeah, I fucking went all in and I went all for it and I'm damn proud of myself. No, I did not succeed at everything I did. Yes, I fell down. Yes, I embarrassed myself. Yes, I made mistakes, but I cared deeply. I led with love and I left it all out there because I kept getting back up and I kept trying. You can be that person if you make the fundamental commitment right now. Decide within yourself who the person you want to be is. See that best version of you. What does it look like? What does it feel like? And then make small, manageable, micro steps every single day and keep getting back up that lead to this thing. It's just a guiding star. There's no North Shore. You're never going to reach this destination where you're exonerated from the work, but you're going to keep seeing this new light, this new you, this improved you, this best version of you continuing to grow and grow and grow. And your prior best is going to be your new baseline. And you're just going to live this fruitful, meaningful existence where you went for it, where you really fucking went for it. And that's awesome. That's an awesome example. That's an awesome role model. That's just an awesome life. That's the good life. And that right there are my 10 rules for life. Distilled version of that is eat well, move well, sleep well, and think well. But those are my 10 rules for life. Thank you for listening. Let me know what you think, and I'll see you next time. Cheers. Thank you for tuning in to that episode. Which rule resonated with you most deeply? What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? And how can you apply that takeaway into your life, into action immediately? If you enjoyed that episode, please share it with a friend. Because the podcast grows from people like you sharing it with people like you. And please Don't forget to give us a rating or review on Spotify or Apple. But the absolute best way to support this podcast is through Patreon. Patreon.com slash Aaron Mashbits directly supports me, this podcast, and my mental health nonprofit, You Are Loved. So click the link in the show notes and check out which tier might work best for you. But most importantly, above all else, please, please Take good care of yourselves and each other, and I'll see you next time. Lots of love. Cheers.